I don't just stop at the form. I sometimes have them fill out one, two, or three forms. In fact, I'll ask a couple more questions. Here's the reality. From a sales perspective, psychology-wise, the more touch points, the more interactions before you actually speak, the deeper you can go, the more effective your actual conversation is when you get the chance to speak on the phone so that I can have 20-minute phone calls that I can close on. Welcome back to the Selling for Yourself podcast. I'm your host, Renee Rebar. TEDx speaker, author, sales coach. I have trained thousands of people to make millions of dollars, and I'm going to break it down step-by-step for you right here. This podcast is specifically designed to help women-owned seed startups with that initial lift to get their business, their offers, their profit margins off the ground and running toward their goals. If you've ever thought you would make the sale but didn't, we are going to have some fun. So the bottom line is this, when you tune in, you're getting current trends in real time on how to exactly make meaningful sales activities in just 10 minutes a day, even if sales isn't your thing. Hi, Renee. Okay, so here's my question. What advice would you give around, you know, being in a discovery phase of of working with someone, maybe on a discovery call or just like later on, and you just kind of realize that they're just not someone you want to work with, whether it's like their personality or they're asking, you know, something outside of scope of what I usually do. So, you know, they're just asking directly, like, how much do you charge? How much is it? What's the ballpark? You know, I want to be able to help this person, but also not move forward with them as a client. What would you say? I am looking forward to your answer. Excellent. I love questions like this. And you can also ask me questions right on my podcast page at sellingforyourself.com. So when questions come in, I love giving the answer not only directly, but also here on the air. So let's talk about that. Have you ever been referred to someone or had someone reach out to you based on a a post or a comment that you made in a group or in a community or in, in a networking event? Well, if you have, and then this situation happens where you're on the discovery call, you're realizing through your qualifying questions that this is definitely not someone that you would like to move forward with, but maybe the person who referred you to them is a great friend and a former great client or a current great client and you want to do right by them, right? You don't want to you don't want to burn the bridge or even if it's just someone right out of the cold blue yonder. We're not mean people. We're kind. We're generous. We're gentle, loving people, compassionate, empathic, right? So we don't want to just be like forget you, see you later. You know, we're not going to like slam the door in their face. So what do you do? Especially when you are a kind big-hearted, generous person who does want to help people, but just not necessarily work with them. And they are badgering you. How much is it? Well, what do you charge? Tell me your price. I mean, give me a ballpark, right? Great questions because that happens, right? I mean, I'm a New Yorker and I tell you, those New Yorkers, (laughs) that's how they come at you, (laughs) right? And it's not just them. But reality is, there are customers or potential customers out there that will just like, well, what do you charge? And tell me the ballpark. And well, what's the, you know, blah. okay, this is what I do. First of all, there's a lot of things I could do, but in this moment, I'm going to do this. I'm going to say, those are all great questions. I can give you a price range of different services that I have done, but in reality, everything I do is custom. Now to the listener here, 
Just know that that is something you can say regardless of what you offer. Even if on the back end, it's always packages to the person you're talking to on the phone right now, it is going to be custom. Because in reality, even if you have packages, there are some things that you do as a service provider, as a business owner that you, you know, add in like a baker's dozen, right? As opposed to 12 donuts, you give 13, right? So in this case, what do you charge? Give me a ballpark. What do you mean? And you can say, listen, that's a great question. But at this point, we're not to the point where I can even honestly give you an answer. Anywhere from zero to a million dollars, I guess, <laughs> right? That's, that could be a range. Or, you know, typically when I work with customers, it's anywhere from 2000 to 20000 for the first 30 days. It just depends on what they need. I'm still trying to figure out where you're at, what you're trying to accomplish so that I can give you my best advice. Now, I'm able to say that with confidence and certainty because if you rewind the tape before they got to this point in the discovery phase, there are things that I do that this caller who called into the podcast didn't necessarily ask me for, but I'm going to tell you anyway. <laughs> I told her to. So I'm going to rewind the tape here back to the beginning of any discovery call. And I say, hey, I'm so glad that we're meeting today. I've set aside a full 20 minutes to be able to ask you some deeper questions based on the form that you filled out and ultimately give you my best advice, even if it's not me, just so you know where my questions are coming from. And then I give them what I call an authority statement. So I would say, just so you know where my questions are coming from, I have run three different companies, started, grown, scaled, and sold two other companies. This is my third company. I've been growing businesses since the mid-90s. I come from a family of entrepreneurs, and our whole mission is to help the world be a better place. So we're always looking for gaps that we can fulfill and connect people to the best solutions right now and ongoing. So all of my questions are based on what you've already shared with me and what I need to know next so that I can give you my best advice. Now, my first question to you is this. And so I, right there, like the transition is super fast. So I'm so glad we're talking. I've set aside a full 20 minutes. That's me setting a boundary. I want you to know where my questions are coming from. And I give them a little bit of my authority statement. And I build authority statements all the time with my clients. It's an exercise that we do where I have them list out 20 facts about themselves, both personal and professional. Everything from you like tacos to you have an MBA from a certain university or I have one client who had an MBA from Yale, as a business coach, she didn't even mention it. I'm like, why aren't you mentioning it? Oh, it was so long ago. I'm like, it was like 15 years ago. She's like, oh, but nobody cares. I'm like, oh, but they do. Oh, but they do. So (laughs) what I'm getting at is you probably like many beautiful and amazing people undervalue or just don't brag or you you feel like if you say it, it's bragging. And I'm saying someone's got to say it. And right now, since you're selling for yourself, it's got to be you. If you leave a rating and you take a screenshot and email us, I will give you one of lots of resources that I have that not only surround this episode, but wherever your business is right now. I consistently create new training and workshops and support materials for clients at every level of their business and game. And so I want to be able to help you as well. And I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. Just so you know where my questions are coming from, this is where we're at. Now, my first question to you is, boom. 
And I have prepared questions in advance, and they are deeper questions based on the form they filled out. Now, for some of you, you're saying, of course, they filled out a form to get to a discovery call. I would never get on a call without them filling out the form. And others of you are being are saying to yourself, form? What? What form? Huh? Oh, yeah, the form that they get, that I give them that they never fill out? Yeah, that form. Or <laughs> we can talk about that too for a second. As we get a person who's coming to us, whether it's a referral or whether it's somebody coming in, just coming off of our website, maybe you have a portal, contact us. They come on, they find you, they book a call on your calendar. First of all, my best advice is they're not allowed to book on your calendar any closer than three days from today. That's the first thing. Why? Because I want to have some time to enact a protocol that allows me to get as much information as possible about them before we get on the phone and to share as much information about me before we get on the call so that we're not using our valuable call time to say things like, so tell me about what you do and do you have a portfolio and show me more about your company and how long have you been in business? All that is public knowledge. It's all on your website, but unfortunately, not everybody takes the time before the call to look it up, right? I am going to encourage you to look it up. I'm going to encourage you to look them up as if they're dating your sibling, right? Like my brother, my youngest brother, who is not married yet, whenever there's a new girl in his life, I can I follow him on Instagram. Oh, crap. I hope he's not listening. I'll totally FBI stalk this girl. I'm like, who is this girl? And who is her parent? Like, where is her mother? <laughs> where does she come from? This poor girl. He dates very nice ladies. So if you're listening, good job, Case. Anyways, long story short, I want you to have that same sort of awareness and understanding of who you're about to talk to. But I also am not going to expect whomever booked a call on your on your calendar to do the same type of level of due diligence. I also want you to show them that you're stalking them, if you will. Stalking is the word that most people use. But in reality, it is research. It is research. So you're looking them up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Typing someone's name into YouTube is really interesting, right? If you've typed your own name into YouTube, do that. Check back with me. Or Googling someone or Google yourself on an incognito tab or take your best friend's phone or your husband's phone <laughs> and uh, Google yourself on his phone in an incognito tab since there will be different tracking, right? So ultimately what I'm saying is, Find out as much as you can and then ask questions before you get on the phone between booking the call and hosting the call. And I don't just stop at the form. I sometimes have them fill out one, two, or three forms. In fact, I'll ask a couple more questions. Here's the reality. From a sales perspective, psychology-wise, the more touch points, the more interactions before you actually speak, the deeper you can go, the more effective your actual conversation is when you get the chance to speak on the phone so that I can have 20-minute phone calls that I can close on because I didn't put all the pressure effort on the call. I did a lot of the heavy lifting before the call. That's what I'm gonna encourage for you as well. So this is a great question because it brings up all of these other touch points where there can be a grain of sand in the gears and it's been grinding your gears and you don't know why, well, hopefully you've gotten some insight today on some key points before and during the call and how to handle someone coming at you like, well, what do you charge? Blah, blah, blah. Here's the other fun part. I always like to have a before, a during, and an after. So on one of those forms that I have the customer fill out before they get on the phone with me, well, all of the forms, but the first form for sure has a statement that says this, by filling out this form, you agree to receive marketing and promotions from my company. 
That's it. I'm not asking. It's not a tick box. It's a statement. And when they fill out the form, they are automatically put onto my email list. But I don't put them into a sequence until I know where they belong. And so they're held in a pocket for a period of time inside my email service provider. So all again, all of that is, is a process that, again, I work on with my clients. Some of you are listening, thinking that's very familiar. Others of you that are listening are thinking, what is she talking about? If you have questions, you can always go to sellingforyourself.com, ask me your question, and I'll make sure that I answer it. Because when it comes to selling for yourself, making more money, having more time, having the freedom that you want in your life, and all the little components and pieces that come into this mosaic, I have hundreds of thousands of hours of experience doing that. And I absolutely love helping women business owners who are selling for themselves crush those obstacles. And sometimes the obstacle is just one grain of sand. And sometimes it's just one podcast episode away from you releasing all that junk and going, and it all starts to work like butter. So (laughs) where are my Saturday Night Live friends? Like butter. Coffee talk. All right. So (laughs) I hope you have a great day. I'm so glad that you came to the podcast today and keep the questions coming. When you do ask a question, I am always extra thankful. I'll always hook you up. I'll talk to you soon. If you ever thought you would make the sale, but didn't, let's hang out more. Thank you so much for listening to the Selling for Yourself podcast. This episode is brought to you from my heart. If you loved it, please share it with someone that you like. And if you didn't like it, my name is Bob. When you subscribe to this podcast, you'll also get the chance to come to my live page, sellingforyourself.com, where you can ask questions, hear previous episodes, and stock up on your Selling for Yourself goodies.